Welcome to Jack in the Pod. I'm your host, Jackie, and today our guest is Lee. Enjoy and follow us on Instagram. Jack in the Pod. Today, we are supported by Holland College, located on Prince Edward Island. Inspiring today, creating tomorrow. Hi, welcome to the podcast. We're here with Lee today. Hi, Lee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So, Lee, how do I know you? We go to Bachelor of Education program at UPI together. This is a common story among all our first guests here, <laughs> of course. And um, you moved to PEI just like me from Ontario, right? Yes. Just for this program. Just for this program. And so far, how do you feel island life compares to Ontario life? I really like it. The island is very beautiful and there's tons to do in the summer. Something I found really difficult is that everything shuts down in the winter. Yeah, like, even though the weather has been pretty good this winter, things are still shut down. It's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, everything is shut down, which is so different from Ontario. Like nothing shuts down in Ontario ever. Mm-hmm. And you were living right in Toronto? Uh, no, we're in the Niagara region. Okay, so you joined the BED program for um, the one-year BED program. Yeah. And before that, you have one of the most <laughs> interesting careers that we have. I don't know about that. that. In our program. What did you do before? I was a doctor. She was a doctor. <laughs> you went to a master, right? I did. I went to Mac for all of my training. I did three years of med school and then four and a half years of general surgery training before realizing that it was not for me. And now you get to enjoy island life for a full year. Exactly. What a trade. What a trade. trade. Inside of a hospital to beaches. Beaches. And I know this is a funny question to ask, but uh, on the hardness level, what is our education (laughs) program versus med school? It's just so different. It's not even possible to compare. I know. I've been telling uh, people I know that this is like my gap year. Like I don't even, I still doesn't exist and we're still surviving. It's just like the whole setup is so different and like the program is different. It's not even, yeah, I can't even compare it. Yeah, it's quite a different lifestyle to get used to. And I was a little bit nervous at the beginning just because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yes, definitely. <laughs> a new place, new school, new program, and university and stuff. But it's been pretty fun. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like going in, I was asking myself, what are you doing? I know. It's but so nerve wracking. I'm very happy with the change. Like my life has changed so dramatically. Like I think for the better in terms of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, on top of that, not only did you move to PEI, but you brought your whole family, dog and a cat, which I'm looking at right now with you. Yes. <laughs> uh, so how did they uh, adjust? So Lee has a kid named Eli. I do. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. So they were all ready to let's go. I mean, I don't think Eli actually really <laughs> knew what was going on because he was so young when we moved. But um, yeah, Alex was happy to make the change with me. And I mean, the dog loves the snow, so he's happy. Yes, yes. And uh, they're at gymnastics right now, right? They're at gymnastics, yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit fun. But uh, I hear Ontario right now is getting pounded with snow, and as I look outside, it's like two degrees out. Of it. Yeah. Everyone warned us about this like crazy PI winter. It's going to be terrible. You're going to hate the winter, and I really haven't found it to be that bad. Yeah, I think we definitely missed out on it this year, thank goodness. For sure. We got a hurricane instead, so I mean. (laughs) Yeah, actually, yeah, we did get a hurricane instead, that's true. Yeah, 
All right. And so how was your first week of practicum, Lee? It was pretty good. I wasn't there for very long because Eli was sick, but I went back to a teacher that I already had worked with and we get along super well. She's great. So she lets me just kind of take the reins where it works. And it was nice to just jump back in instead of having to kind of start from ground zero again. And what subjects are you teaching right now in practicum? Two resource and a grade 11 biology. And I know um, you were at the same school, same teachers before. Yes. And we had common uh, students that were just silent in like the grade 11, 12 classes. Like, yes. They didn't, they didn't want to participate. Do you have that with this grade 11 group? This one seems a little bit more talkative. I think they're still opening up because when we started, they were only, what, like a week into. Yeah, exactly. So they were still a little bit quiet, but. It seems like they're going to open up way more than my last class did. That's good to hear because it's really, really awkward for the teacher. Just yes. Asking questions and the students staring at you like. For sure. You like make a joke and nobody laughs and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Ask any question. All right. Crooked. Yeah. Nothing. I'll answer it myself. Thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so you're only at the school for a couple weeks. And then you're going to do the adult education. Yes. I'm super stoked about that. And do you know you're going to be at Holland College? I'm going to be at Holland College. The plan is for me to join one of the paramedicine um, profs there for the last portion of practicum, which will be super fun. Very excited. Adult education is what I'm leaning towards. So, do you think like at the college level somewhere else as well? Or, yeah, college or university level? That terrifies me. Like, I remember as a university student, like, I don't know, it feels like so much pressure as a prof. Although I'm sure that, like, my profs did nothing. You'll do lots, I'm sure. But I just feel like it'd be, like, so much pressure to be like, yeah, these kids are doing something important with their lives. I think it would definitely be a lot different from high school because I think you get, like, the adults who are so interested in the subject that they can just go off and read everything and come back to you with questions. And sometimes, you know, you're like, I don't know yeah they might ask like a lot more be more interested for sure whereas like high school you probably will know most of the answers most likely at least related to the curriculum yeah yeah that's exciting and so this is just you're doing one course right now to do the adult ed um specialty right yes online yeah one course through upei and then you have to do the practicum part as well and then you're good to go. And then you're good to go. Fun. Yeah. That's exciting. And one thing that you mentioned a long time ago in your knapsack that I immediately <laughs> was like, oh my goodness, I got to talk to Lee. It's a throwback. <laughs> throwback to the very beginning, first week of the program, is that I think you mentioned something about like being a female in like a STEM or like related yes. discipline. And then like the choice to leave it. And yes. I like was debating that so much when I was leaving engineering. It's like, how can I leave engineering when there's literally, I was the only female in the building for of 80 people. I was, there was one, me yes. and the admin assistant. I t- how could I leave that? Totally understand. Yeah. I was, so I was the first female accepted into my residency program. Wow. Um, yeah. So it, I felt very similar. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, there were, there was one after me as well, but it was very much like, oh my gosh, they, accepted like finally accepted a female into the program and now I'm leaving now you're leaving yeah yeah it was definitely a hard decision like knowing that 
Yeah. And I think it was our, one of our props, Jana, I mentioned this too, in one of our weekly many reflections. <laughs> and she basically said like, um, yeah, this is like a really tough like battle to have, but like, what's your purpose in life? Is it to increase women in STEM? Because you can do that as a teacher. For sure. You don't necessarily have to suffer through a corporate job that you hate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was my rationalization to myself as well. Yeah. Like in the end was, yeah, I can definitely like encourage people to go into STEM who traditionally aren't in the field, mm -hmm. but I don't need to actively be in the field hating my life. Just to do that. Just like, to do that. Exactly. It, yeah. In this case, probably the pros don't for me wouldn't outweigh the cons of actually doing it. For sure. Yeah. And we could always go back. Yeah. If teaching doesn't work out. Well, no, probably not. <laughs> not for me, at least. <laughs> but maybe for you. <laughs> like with this career that we're choosing, like honestly, the benefits of becoming a teacher are like really hard to ignore. Like if they we are were to ever switch again or like when deciding to go into this program to begin with, like the vacation and just like the the schedule, it's seven or it's eight to three basically every day. And of course, like the prep on top of that and paperwork. Yes. Grading. Yes. Um, one of the reasons why I did not do English because I couldn't mark 40 <laughs> paragraphs <laughs> over yes. and over again, but it's still a lot of work at the beginning. It is. It's a lot of work. I think a lot of people don't appreciate how much work happens in the background in teaching, mm -hmm. especially when you're starting kind of at the beginning and you don't have your classes set up and you need to create materials like your PowerPoints, for example. It's a, it is a lot of background work. But I think you're right. Like the benefits of the teaching lifestyle are huge. And especially if you end up working with a school board, like there are so many perks to being part of that union as well. Yeah. In the long run. Like yes. Time, once you get like an established school and you stay there and you gain seniority, it's like, how could you not? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It's huge benefits that uh, definitely don't exist in many workforces out there I would say no yeah so if you can like basically survive like the first five years mm -hmm. you kind of get a feel for it a little bit more but uh I know one of the days right before I left for winter break we had three groups of three classes and they all had to like write a small little paragraph about particle theory or something like that mm -hmm. and it took me like probably two hours to mark because I had 30 times three like 90 papers to write or to mark and their handwriting is horrible because it's great <laughs> I'm trying to decipher it and then I have to put a mark in power school it actually took me like two hours to figure out and luckily I had time that day but yes if you don't then you're doing that at night yes it, it is a lot. lot of work I know there are some teachers at the school that I'm at now who like regularly stay at school until like 6 30 7 p.m wow. just getting all of that other stuff done so that when they go home they don't have to think about it which is great but you're staying at school until 6 30 7 p.m every night which is a really long day yeah and not everyone can do that right and everyone has a life right and i know we talked about this a lot in practice or in our classes like getting away from like the traditional marking the traditional testing and assessment which in some ways may make the whole process of grading and evaluating a little bit easier for teachers but Lee, you went to like an alternative kind of high school, didn't you? Yeah, I went to a few high schools yeah. and one of them was very much problem-based learning approach, mm -hmm. which was really cool. Um, and it was great. Like as a student, it was fantastic. But I still feel like the teacher had probably quite a lot to do 
in terms of marking and also just student support because now you have this big project and students need guidance along the way and they have to like hand in things at various milestones. So it's still the marking is there Mm -hmm. even with the alternative approaches. Yeah. It's just different. Just different. And it's probably a little bit more personalized per student, right? For sure. Conversations and the checkpoints, right? For sure. I think that was probably the experience where I got to know my teachers the best as people. And they also got to know me probably the best as a person as well. And do you think like, I'm not sure what you would want to teach in the colleges, but do you think like problem-based learning will be incorporated in some ways or are the courses just not set up like that? I think, so I'm leaning towards going into medical education Mm -hmm. and at least at McMaster, problem-based learning is how medical school is done. And I think there are quite a few universities that are starting to learn that way or lean that way for medical school as well, like incorporating case studies and learning from actual examples because it's so much easier to learn the theory when you have something concrete to ground it in, um, in medicine at least. So I think a lot of schools are leaning that way. Yeah. And I think from hearing how it went with like you growing up in Keegan and even Pippa's practicum, I think I'm kind of gotten on board with project-based learning Mm -hmm. a little bit more. I was really (laughs) nervous at the beginning. It just, in some ways, I had a couple university classes that were project-based learning and I did not like it, but it's probably because I was never taught how to do it. Right. And so it was just new and confusing and in a shorter time frame. But if I had like grown up with it in high school or even at the start of university, I think it would have been a lot nicer. Definitely. There is an adjustment period because – so few schools or classes take that approach. And so I think it takes time to figure out how to learn in a PBL sort of setup. Like for me, I think the first few months of med school, I was a bit like floundering just because I didn't know how to approach the problems in a way that actually had me learning the material that I needed to learn as well. Um, But once I figured it out, and with help and support from teachers and other students, then it made the PBL approach so much better. And I feel like it made a lot more sense to use PBL after I figured out how to how to learn that way. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think like my practicum, because it's grade eight students, I think I'm going to try it a little bit more. They're doing like some sort of boat density project. And basically my cooperating teacher, he just said, I basically give them the materials and kind of what the end goal is and I tell them nothing else right and they have like two weeks yes every day to sort this out and figure (laughs) it out and hopefully the boat floats is what the end goal is or something like that and see how much they can put on for weight okay um but he's like that's basically all I do and I if they ask any questions I usually say figure it out didn't somebody do something like this in STEM I think so in our in Jonathan Hayes yes yes I think we did something a boat but I, I think we're going to have way less materials. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so I'm excited to try it a little bit more with them and then maybe see how it can be done in high school as well, right? Yeah. I think it takes time. PBL definitely takes a little bit more thought like prior to giving the lesson because mm. you you have to know how everything works right. before you can assign it to students. It's definitely not something you can do on the fly. No. Yeah, you have to kind of know what they should be doing, right. what they shouldn't be doing so you can – direct them in the right way if they are way off right in a faraway land of not getting it done yes definitely today's episode is brought to you by Grey's Anatomy 
probably the best TV show on this earth. In fact, if you watch all 19 seasons, you are guaranteed to receive a medical degree. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, because you're with the same class, same teacher, are you teaching the exact same like bio course again, grade 11? Yes. Yeah, it is nice because I have all my materials. And I feel like there's things that we learned in the last block of classes that have definitely changed what I want to do. So even though I'm using the same base materials, it's not the same content necessarily all the time, which is nice for me just to try something new. Oh, yeah. And it's the second lap, right? So you can fix things as well. Like as you go, oh, that does not work and try it again on a different set of students. Exactly. So after this program, are you going to head back to Ontario? That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. We love PEI, but all our friends and our family are in Ontario and it's hard being away for so long. For sure. And I think for a lot of us, like this is only, it was only a year and we knew that. So yes. A lot of people are like, my year is up, must move on. Yes. We did not lay down roots expecting that we would be leaving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same as that as well. And do you think you'll still go in the city, like for Toronto area? That's where I'm looking for jobs is in the like GTA Niagara region. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's, again, where all our friends and family are. And I think being in PEI has really taught us that that's something that we value in terms of where we live is being close to people Mm -hmm. um, who make up our friends and family. So that's where we're going to hope to land again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think I was talking with uh, Tiffany yesterday on the podcast, and we mentioned that our program cohort is made up of such a wide variety yes. of people that it actually probably made our learning better just because we had so many different experiences. Yes, I love how different our group was. Like, I was coming in expecting it to be mostly people who were younger like fresh out of undergrad. I thought coming in, I was going to be the only one with a kid and that's definitely not the case. And it's just made for such an interesting experience. Yeah. I was so worried. I was going to be the oldest. (laughs) And then I sat beside Tiffany and Matt and then they both said, Oh yeah, I have a kid. Oh yeah. I have a kid. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What am I getting into? Yes. Which is really good. Do you have any like funny memory that stuck out from over the course or like out of school in school um in your brain at all honestly I think just some of the chats that we had as a group especially in the summer when it was so beautiful and we could sit on campus and just listening to people's stories because the group is so different you know somebody would say something about like oh I was out partying last night and I'd be like oh my god I haven't done that in like seven years Right. And having those chats was just so nice and something that I feel like I haven't had in a while. Yeah. So it was really just like lovely for me to experience that group, like sense of cohesiveness, even though we're all such different people. Yeah. And from my like corporate job in a university, like you're surrounded by such like-minded people to like a T that this, we're all pretty like-minded, I would say, and but like so different. Yes. It made it way more fun. Exactly. I think like, you know, at our core, a lot of us share the same values, but our life experiences are so different. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely interesting to see. And at the very beginning for our listeners, uh, at the very beginning, we did like a knapsack where you have like five minutes-ish to like talk about yourself. Yes. And like, you could never guess what was coming. Every time someone else went up, like you had no idea what they were going to say. That, I think that might have been my favorite thing that we did in our classes, like period. It just, without that, I don't think we would have been this quick to become friends with everyone. No, for sure. And I think too, it allowed us to get to know each other 
on a level that probably wouldn't have come up in conversation necessarily. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't have known quite as much about everyone's lives. Right. They shared a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I loved that. I thought that was so great. Yeah, it, I was actually, it's probably one of the days that I looked forward to going to class. Yes. Every day. You're like, ooh, who's presenting? Yes. Learn. And it definitely uh, makes it fun. And yeah, do you have anything you want to say to the cohort or anything like that? You guys are great. I'm going to miss you when we move back to Ontario. But, you know, whenever you're visiting Ontario, if you do, just call and we'll hang out. Oh, for sure. And I feel like everyone in our group, you could just message on a whim and be like, yes. hey, come next door. You want to hang out? <laughs> yes, exactly. And everyone would be like, yes, of course. It's the PEI mentality. It is. Honestly. <laughs> I'm it here. Is. Let's hang. <laughs> Let's hang out. Yeah. Doors open. Yes, of exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lee. Thank you. Everyone follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Jack in the pod.